You're listening to the Things You Don't Hear in Church podcast, a show where your hosts, Darian and Ethan, discuss the controversial topics often avoided by the church. They also discuss culture, society, and everyday goofs. And now, Darian and Ethan. Hello, family. We're back. We are here in our studio. We did it. I love calling this room our studio. It's totally not a studio. Yep. It's a studio, it's a prayer room, it's a conference room, school place, an office, yep. it's a half kitchen. It's everything. It's everything you could want more. Yep. But oh it's man. ours for at night. It's ours. Here. You hear that? It's ours. It's ours. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we start the show, we just want to... We want to tell you a story. <laughs> so I was looking up Bible translations and my phone... <laughs> I spelled translations correctly. My phone autocorrects translations to be spelled the same way, but with different like letters in it capitalized. So it's like, you know, the SpongeBob meme where like SpongeBob's leaning forward with like a pointy nose and his hands are behind him and he's like like mocking something. It's like if you say yeah yeah yeah, like just like mocking someone. But like the way the meme format is is like every other letter or every like three letters is capitalized so right, it's just right, right. super cringy and that's what it did it freaking like changed it to being like partially capitalized i was like why would you do that like i've never done that in my life i've never tried to make a meme like that why would you try to autocorrect a word i spelled correctly <laughs> to freaking be like parts of it are capitalized oh parts of it aren't God. it was the funniest thing i've ever seen on my phone oh it was super weird God. I was like, phone, you've been watching too many memes lately. <laughs> you need to go to bed. But, like, the idea of mocking, and this is what we were talking about before we recorded, we want to share with you because it's so funny. It's just, <laughs> it's like, so funny. It's, like, the most immature form of, like, poking fun, but it's cl- so classic and immature that it's funny. Yeah. But, like, it's like, I'll fight you. And people are like, I'll fight, I'll fight you. you. And it's like, I can't help but laugh or get super mad. Like, how dare you mock me? And the thing is, like, if someone's doing that to you, like, a five-year-old's doing that to you, and you're like, stop, Beck, stop. <laughs> you're like, no, actually, stop. No, actually, stop. Yeah, and you're like, like, ah. Like, oh, my God. It's best when it's, like, adults that you don't expect. Yes. Like, I That's mean, why adults, it's funny. It's I mean, just like, annoying. Yeah, I mean, like, people are aged by adults, like, 20-year-olds that are, like, fake adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like... Hey, dude, clean up your towel. Hey, clean up your towel. <laughs> what? You're a grown man. That you should be like, mocking me. Just clean up your stuff. It's like, <laughs> it's so unexpected. It's so great. It's one of my favorite things. It's one of the funniest forms of humor, I think. Anyways, we're we're hitting this episode off with a bang. Yeah. Freaking cracking up over here. Yep. I'm in a very laughing mood right now. Yeah, me too. Simultaneously exhausted, but I'm, I think that's why. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited for it the show. It is like... And you were up early this morning. Yep. Uh, well, it's like... Were you up at like 5? I had to be at the van at like 5.45. That's not that early. Okay. I don't know what people consider early. Because 5.45 means like, oh, that's normal. That's fine. I can do that. That's good for you. Like tomorrow, I plan on waking up at like 3.40. Why? Why in the world? Because you last body? week, I procrastinated. So you're listening to this on Saturday, so I'm referencing... This week, now, I procrastinated on our Instagram post, and I have to make it and post it. Bro, but that, that's, you didn't get three hours of sleep. It's already, no, like, No, I'll get four hours of sleep. It'll be fine. No, you're not. You don't know my superpowers. This podcast is going to be, like, an hour and a half. Yeah. And then, 
You're freaking not. And then sleep. okay, what time it's is it now? It's gonna be twelve o'clock by the time you go to sleep. It's yeah, easily. Fine. Yeah. Well, and no. You wake up at three thirty. That's three and a half hours. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I'm a powerhouse of three and a half hours of sleep. Oh my gosh. Well, see, it's nine forty-five right now. Why do that? Why not just wake up at like five? Because it's not gonna take you that long to make. I have to read. Rest. I have to catch up on my Bible reading plan too. Okay. I'm like ten chapters behind, and I want to read. I like my mornings to have a good while of just non-rushed work before my day starts because I know I'm going to be doing stuff all day. So if I can have just a moment when I'm just like, ah, I can like relax and not have to worry about getting things done and like rushing, I'll do that because I can like not rush through editing the podcast and stuff like that or reading and just relax. Granted, I might be exhausted, but those first couple hours awake, um, that's loud. <laughs> first couple hours awake, I'm like a machine. It's great. I'll do that too. I just lunch, wake up at six. Lunch hits. I'm done. I'm going to sleep. I'm done. It's 12, and I still have to be up for eight more hours doing things. Like, I have to plan a small group tomorrow. Yeah. And then I have to wait to do public speaking, and then dinner, and then yep. community night. Yep. So I got to be present. Oh, I'm running sound tomorrow. Oh, it's okay. Thursday's over. My we do so many like weird jobs mm-hmm. in our job. Like I don't even know what our job description is. We are sometimes part-time counselors. Yeah, most we're, of the time. <laughs> we're most public speaking counselors. coaches. Yeah. <laughs> we are spiritual leaders. Teachers of theology. We're the- theologians. Part-time theologians. Disciple makers. <laughs> Part-time disciplers. I don't know if we're theologians. We're not theologians. Yeah. We're theologians in, work- in the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're, you're a worship leader. Yep. I'm a part-time drummer. Four times a week. Yeah. Part-time cajon player, yeah, it's you. Part-time cajon player and part-time sound runner. Sound Me too. Yeah, like, we know how to do sound. We can do child care. We can cook You were any, in the kitchen for a while. Any kind of food, yeah. You can cook. I, I refuse to work in the kitchen. We know how to do all kinds of maintenance and lawn work. Mm-hmm. We literally just do everything. We know how to, like, work on cars and stuff you like that. You know how to work on cars. Okay, I well, know. I know how to replace a starter in a specifically 2004 camera. <laughs> <laughs> Watched a YouTube video one time. If you need help, I'm your guy. <laughs> Message me, it's not free. <laughs> I will pay, or you can pay me $50 to fix your starter. You have to buy all the parts. We know how to do marketing and we stuff can do like that. We do marketing. We need to do a better show. <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast. We can do networking, bro. We do have we, not, we yeah. network really. We literally have to have networks to be missionaries. Yeah. We have networks of people we talk to and have pray for us. This is like the weirdest stuff. job anyone could ever have. We just know how to do a ton of like super random stuff. Like what? Like on your resume, it's like public speaking coach. Life coach. <laughs> Spiritual mentor. How to be an adult coach. Networker. Yep. Or we're evangelist. Yeah. To different cultures. Mostly. Wow, this is yeah. insane. Cross-cultural teacher, evangelist. It's pretty crazy. It's like when, uh, what's his name? When Captain America looks at Iron Man, he's like, take off the suit, what are you? He's like, billionaire, philanthropist. Playboy. Something. It's Playboy. Like it's like four things. Oh, yeah. That. We're like, what are you? I am a <laughs> part-time chef, worship leader, <laughs> sound coordinator. I'm sure there's a meme uh, we can make in there, for sure. Oh, we could submit it to YWAM memes. Yeah, we could. That would be cool. But, like, most of our job is, like, just making disciples and going and telling people about Jesus. And we, like, yeah. we haven't paid, but, like, we get to volunteer yeah. and, like, tell people about we Jesus. We say job because we want to feel official. We don't it, it, is our, it's our job. It's our job. It's, like, what we do in life. But job entails making money. Yeah, it also entails, like, we have off hours, which we don't. We don't. Yeah. Like, yeah. I told my students, I was like, don't talk to me after 7.30. That's, <laughs> that's undone. I've done that. And then I said, point. actually, I mean, logistically, don't ask me about, like, schedules or, like... Right. Like, you can ask... If you need help... 7.30 is late, dude. 
I know. And my and everyone looked at me and thought like that's early. Ethan, I was like, what are you talking about? It's not that's early. Two hours past me. dinner. Yeah. Okay, that's an hour before quiet. Most time. people like you wouldn't talk to them after four thirty. I know. Like anyone else who's base staff, I don't talk to you about work things after five. Yeah. And they have that rule. Like, I'm not talking to you about work stuff. Right. Like well, that's fair. Whatever, dude. Yep. But today, Wednesdays, also because I have so much time today off. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is my busy day. Well, it's not like so much. No, I had so much. Yeah, I had, yeah, well, after lunch, I'm done for the day. Oh, on Wednesday? Yeah. Really? I wake up at like 5 a.m. to go on a hike. I get back around like 8 or 9. I have an hour off. Mm-hmm. And then from like 10 to 12.30, I have lecture. And then after lunch, I'm done for the day. Wow, that's crazy. I Until we record the podcast. But that's the, so I have all this energy from the day before that I put towards Thursday. And Thursday, I'm up from my... Bro, you had all day to do the podcast <laughs> thing. You didn't do it. I don't want to talk about it, okay? This is... A part-time Sabbath today. <laughs> <laughs> Don't convict me right now. <laughs> Bro, you had all day off. You're waking up at 3 in the morning to do your, your thing. I work better at night, and I was not motivated today, which is not an excuse for yeah. not being motivated. But I love waking up at super in the morning, super early in the morning and getting to work. It's my favorite thing. It's weird. Um, yeah, weird. But yeah, I watched uh, Zach Galifianakis's, um new sh- movie, Between Two Ferns. Oh, the Netflix thing? Yeah. I thought it was a show. It was the it's a show, but I made a fake documentary about getting this to be a show. It's like wow. these stupid <laughs> like stupid as like I watched it for like an hour and like I think it's twelve minutes and I was like, this is the biggest waste of my time. But it, it is an hour and you watched it for twelve minutes. No, it's an hour and I watched it for the whole thing. It's like an hour and twelve minutes oh, and I watched okay, it for the whole okay. thing. Wow. But I thought to myself, Wow. What am I doing? This is a waste of time. <laughs> but then I thought to myself, I actually forgot all about work. Like, I had no stresses that whole time. Nice. Like, wow. That was great. Nice. And then I went, oh, I FaceTimed with a friend. That's what I did. Don't they just make people uncomfortable in that show? Yeah, that's like, hilarious. It's my it. dream. I think I've seen one episode with, like, Justin Bieber or something like yeah. that a long time ago, and they just made him uncomfortable the whole time. Yeah. It's like, Zach Galifianakis is just, like, popping out around, like, trees and stuff like that, <laughs> and just, like, trying to touch him. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. It's, like, my favorite, because at one point he, like, insults someone, and... They say they'll say stuff like, "I'm sorry, like, where do you keep your Grammy or something?" Like that. And he's just like, "Oh," <laughs> and it's just like him insulting them, them getting uncomfortable and insulting him back. Is that Galifianakis has a Grammy? I don't know. That's why they say like, "Where do you keep yours?" Like, you don't have one. Oh. Because he'll say stuff like, "I'm trying to think of something because I just watched the whole thing. I should remember something." It's okay. But it's just terrible. Like, just insult. Like he's not. He's not funny. He's just insulting. Yeah. And just awkward. And he'll funny. purposely like mispronounce her name. It's like, like <laughs> Brie, Lars- Brie Larson, the girl who plays Captain. That's Marvel. some of the funniest humor, I think. Yeah, and he's just like, he's like, so how does it feel like knowing that your parents were so struggling for a name? You were named after cheese. <laughs> and she's just like, what? <laughs> or he's like, uh, he's like, so you play Captain Marvel? She's like, yeah. He's like, wow. Do you ever think we got that role? Like, wow, this is the most uncreative name ever. Why they just call it <laughs> Captain Comic Book? Like, just, just so mean. (laughs) But it's like they they know what they're getting into, though. Right, right, right. right. So it's an act, but it's so funny. But you know, like they can't react well to whatever he has to Mm -hmm. say. It's just super funny. Yeah, unless they're really witty, I guess they can reply. Right, but like, uh, but sometimes they like, like Steve Carell, like would get really mad. Like, really, he like dropped a couple f bombs in it. Whoa, and got mad. I feel like Steve Carell would like. I think it was an act. I think purposely he was being like Oh, uh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But that's what I did in my afternoon. And then I FaceTimed a friend for a while. Nice. Supposed to play a dice game that we invented. 
Nice. With another friend, but he never called. Nice. So that's, if you're listening, you know who you are, I'm mad at you. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not actually. He has a whole family to take care of, so. Yeah, it makes sense. So it's fine. Yeah. And then I worked out, and now I'm paid. Nice. Good job working out, at least. Thank you. I'm trying to get my shoulder back to normal. Yeah. So. My philosophy is if I just do everything I used to do as normal, but less weight, I'll eventually get my shoulder to be back how it used to be. Of course. So I'm not like dead. I'm doing shoulder exercises, but cool. I'm also doing everything else. Cool. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, I ran into a quote when we were preparing for the show, probably 15 minutes ago, mm-hmm. that I wanted, or it's a tweet that I wanted to share because I thought it was pretty, pretty awesome. And can help everyone. Cool. Do you guys hear that water? Go back and listen. I literally drank that water so slow, so the ice wouldn't move. <laughs> the ice dropped so loud. It's full of ice. Okay, read your quote. Oh, okay. It says, um, this guy named David Meltzer, he's got a blue check, so I'm assuming he's pretty well known. It says, becoming who you aspire to be is a journey that you'll be repeatedly tempted to abandon. Don't do it. And I think that's just a, a message for all of us. Yeah, pretty cool. That's pretty motivating for me. I'm like, don't do it. Don't give up on who you're trying to be. Yep. Unless you're trying to be someone dumb. I think. Like a sinner. I think that was kind of me. There's a lot of really good like people on the internet that are inspiring to watch, like David Goggins and and people like that that like inspire you to work out and like just do it and and get up and go, you know, and yeah. like, just inspire you to have discipline. Um, but I love seeing like people, especially celebrities. From like one profession, branch off into other professions. So you see mostly like athletes, yeah. like reaching off into with their fame into other things like acting or podcasting or like motivational speaking. Right. And the one that we were talking about a little while ago was Steve Harvey, who was the host of Oh yeah, of this a, guy. What was he the host of? Family Feud. Uh, Family Feud. He owns it. He's not the host. Like he. Oh really? He owns the whole thing. Oh wow. That's why he can just say what he wants. <laughs> Bought the whole thing. He's something else. He's the host of something else too, though. I don't know. He's in a. I don't know. I can look it up real quick. Well, anyways, he started doing like motivational speaking on the side, but it's like prosperity gospel slash motivational speaking. It's just so funny. Like, why would you choose that to go into? If you're Steve Harvey and you have all of the money already, why? Why would you do that? Maybe he wants to give back, but who knows. But you gotta like really believe that if like, cause he can't be doing it for money, cause he's he's gotta have money unless he has some serious problems. Maybe he has like some high money. insecurities about not being valued in people's eyes, so he's doing things to acquire like fame or success, That's true. like like recognition, you know? Yeah. So he's a comedian, television presenter, actor, singer. He's a singer, film producer, screenwriter, radio personality. This is I just looked at jobs. Wow. And so, television producer and TV personality. Wow. I don't know when that was updated. But yeah, he's a lot of things. Yeah, like he's got to have money. Like why would you purposely lie to people like that? You know what I mean? Like, Well, people start cults. That's true. Yeah, but they do it for power <laughs> and money. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's already got power and money. Yeah. He must really, I mean, yeah, he like takes some scriptures and he's like, like we just watched a video where he's like, so he's like, rich people don't sleep. He's like, you can't be trying to get rich and sleep eight hours a day. That's a third of your life. And he's like going into this stuff and he's like, and then the Bible says he who loves sleeps this, this, this. And I'm like, bro, bro, eight hours of sleep is not loving sleep. Yeah. That's called being a healthy individual. A healthy adult. And like, where's your heart? Yeah. You know, like my heart is to have a healthy, my, my desire in my heart is to glorify God, 
and live as healthy a lifestyle as possible with my situation. Right I now. guarantee you, he sleeps eight hours a night. Bro, he's rich. I guarantee he's you rich. that. That boy wakes up for like three hours of the day when he has to go do his show, and he's done. Right, probably. And then I'm he talks sure he about. I'm sure he does lots of other stuff. He sits down and he's like, "How can I misinterpret the Bible today? <laughs> <laughs> what other verses can you take out of context today? Oh, what is this about repenting? No, 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 no. 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 Where's the one about? God money? wants to give you money. <laughs> hey Joel. <laughs> ring, ring, ring. Hey Joel. Hey, how do I misinterpret the Bible in the best way possible? Give me some Oh, man. That'd be so funny. You just see, like, a car roll by. It's just, like, him and Joel. No, it's a private jet. Oh, that's right. A private jet. You see a pprivate jet roll by. It's just him and Betty Joel. Betty in his helicopter. Yes. Oh, man. We're just going to see what right there right now. That'd be pretty funny. I wonder the prosperity jo- gospel, like, jokes are just the funniest. If you can't handle a prosperity gospel joke, I might sorry. be uptight. You might need to read the Bible. You might need to realize that it's not the gospel. A little bit. If you have to tag on a word before gospel for your theology, you might not know the whole gospel. Probably like prosperity gospel. Maybe. I'm trying to think of like a like a good example. Like Prosperity gospel is a pretty good example. Oh, like no, like a biblical one that you could use like be truth. Like, oh, we say this gospel, but it's like a good. Maybe Jesus' gospel. Yeah. That's about all I can think of. There's a gospel like of the kingdom and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But the gospel of the kingdom, though, is slippery, though. you got to be careful because some people get into dominionism. Yeah, we yeah, should yeah, talk sure. about that. We should definitely talk about dominionism. Wow. Wow, that's that a great topic. You should write that down. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing that down right now. Um, We're not going to explain it right now. so we don't, You don't want to explain it? Confused. No. I want to give like a little trailer so people want to listen. Okay, I guess. Okay. Go for it. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to look at you until you were like... Okay, basically, dominionism is... People misinterpreting what Jesus means by heaven coming to earth. Yeah, yeah. But no, like. he doesn't say that. There's no place in the Bible where he says that. He says right. like, "Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven." Yeah. Okay. They take out. They take out. They take that thing about like I think it's like New Jerusalem or something like that. Like the thousand year reign when Jesus sets up his kingdom yeah. here. They take that and they twist it really weirdly. Right. It's really strange. Yeah, it gets crazy. It's all about how like heaven and the new earth like might not actually exist and like it's actually just here right now and as soon as Jesus died he brought heaven here and if you have like the Holy Spirit in you then heaven is here in you and like we're just working until everybody has heaven in them and then heaven will be here yeah and it's like why are we explaining it we're talking about it right now hey yeah let's talk about it later (laughs) so many spoilers but the thing is we can get into certain ministries that believe it but like there's one big ministry in California in Reading <laughs> I'm not gonna name it. It starts with a B. We're not gonna say names, but it sounds like Ethel. <laughs> sounds like your grandma's name. I am pretty sure that they tiptoe into dominionism or they might be all about it. No, they absolutely do. Yeah, I just want I wanna like give them the benefit of the doubt just in case I'm wrong. I want it's a like whole a, nether episode on Bethel, dude. I have found so much more we can do it. research and information since we've last done it. We can call we can do a whole episode on Bethel again. We can do whatever we want. This is a show. I, I, uh, my friend sent me a post today from uh, a guy named Chris, who's like the number two. Uh, Chris. Ah, like, <laughs> oh, Chris. Classic Chris. Classic Chris. He's the number two, like, pastel at Bethel below uh, Bill. And he put out this post that was talking about, uh, uh, like, spreading Christianity uh, rather than spreading, like, the kingdom. What? And stuff like that. What? I said, what? Yeah, right. And so, like, <laughs> it's confusing. That's the same but, thing. but he clarified what he meant. And he was saying, like, 
in Christianity means all these like classic things you think Christianity would be. But he's like in like spreading the kingdom, like you shouldn't have like Christian Christianity and government. You should have no like religion and government. And he's like in schools you shouldn't have any Bibles or anything like that. And he's like, wait, in the kingdom you shouldn't have Bibles in schools. That's literally what he said in his uh, Twitter post. Wow. I think I think it's a Twitter post. I can't remember. It might be Facebook. I think it's Twitter though. Um, but the main one was that he said you shouldn't use the Bible to determine morality, and that only in a Christian like worldview would you use the Bible to what? determine morality. Hold on, hold on. He said you should use God's wisdom to determine morality. And I was like, oh my, my guy, like literally, God oh, is the Bible. I wish we had a video the word right is now. The Bible. I know. I wish we had a video right now so you could see how I'm dragging my hands out of <laughs> face in annoyance. What do you mean? Use the wisdom of God. The word of oh God, God is is literally also Jesus. It's you know, the same thing. You know what the Bible says? The about word of God is God. In Corinthians, it's first Corinthians, so chapter one, something, it says Jesus became to us wisdom. Yep. It's crazy. Why is the wisdom of God use Jesus? What's Jesus? The word of God. What's the word of God? The Bible. Yep. Now Jesus isn't the Bible, I'm not saying that. But I'm saying it's the word of God inspired by God for us as a yeah. guide to live this life. It's ridiculous. You so, should only use the Bible as a moral compass. Yeah. So he was saying, like, you shouldn't use the Bible as a moral compass. You should also not want schools or your government to incorporate, like, the Bible or any religion into them. That they should like, be void like of those things. And I was like, are are, are you kidding? Have you oh ever read gosh. the Bible? This no, is they're ridiculous. <laughs> they have to read the Bible. The thing is, like, that church, I, I have so many amazing friends that go there and have seen so many amazing friends that in YLAM that have gone there and are amazing Christians and they read yeah. the Bible and they wouldn't agree with this so I don't know how it's like getting passed off and not like there isn't a more bigger uproar about it I wonder if they have elders that like things get run past you know like no as far as like Trump like do whatever they directors. want <laughs> <laughs> they're like the Christian Trump that's like we're gonna do what we want there's like the now. panel of elders like every time like Bill Johnson tweets they're like no stop no, please he can't do that he's like mm, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> yeah mm, he's like a the advisor and it was a Solomon's son one of the kings the guy became in power and his dad was like a okay king oh yeah yeah and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah and the, his uh, counselors like his dad's counselors you should be dying. even more strict on that yeah he's like or the dad's counselors like hey just keep doing what your dad was doing it was good and yeah, he yeah. went to his friends like hey dude bring down the freaking hammer he's like yeah, yeah right I'm bringing down the freaking hammer yeah. and it was terrible yeah it was Solomon's son it was Solomon's son yeah what a dingus yeah it was like your father brought a heavy yoke on you like you should bring an even heavier one yeah. to like get the people to be out of Nero's they're going to rebel. See, I've been under that type of leadership in the factory I worked at. And it's the guy, the, as soon as his, the day his contract ended, he was fired. Like, <laughs> like, it was insane. I walked, I accidentally, I didn't accidentally, I took out that day off of work for being sick. And then I walked in the next day and they're like, oh, Richard got fired. I was like, what? Oh. And I was like, not 20 years old? And I was coming to, I knew I was leaving factory again to go back to YWAM. Yeah. But I walked into the HR office. I was like, yo, did Richard get fired? And this guy, because we are the top of the food chain, not the top of the food chain. We're the, like, we're the example factory of all the other factories that our owner company mm -hmm. had. And we were the golden standard. And then after his leadership took over in two years, we were the very bottom. Like, we had the worst. And his idea was, if I take away all their luncheons and freedoms and all this stuff, mm -hmm. we'll have more time to be on the floor, so I'll get more work done. But you had to take into account that all the morale is going to go down and we're going to work slower because we're not happy. Yep. So that's what happened. So he got fired. Some bosses are just terrible. Yeah. I, I applied no for his job. <laughs> nice. Why? He was a plant manager. You knew you were coming back here. Yeah, but if I thought, like, bro, 
if I could make a because <laughs> I thought like if I could make, have this job for a long like I knew I wasn't gonna get it because I think yeah, right. you, you had to have a master's in business to get it and I was twenty yeah like I'm like a twenty year old <laughs> a plant leader over like hundreds of so people. they gave it to me as a sign right and I was just like oh, I'm gonna do it and I was like what are they gonna do fire me for trying to go higher in the company like fire me for trying hard right Oops. and so I walked into HR and I was like hey Richard got fired they're like yeah I was like huh you have an application can I apply for his job. And they're like, <laughs> it was like basically like his assistant who became like the plant manager, like temp until they found a new one. Okay. And she did great. She was phenomenal. I liked her a lot. Cool. And then the HR lady then kind of looked at me like that puzzled, but like, you gotta be kidding. And I was like, dead serious looking at them, like, like not smiling. I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, what? How, how do I do that? <laughs> what do I have to do? They're like, are you serious? I was like, yeah. They're like, I guess send your resume into the HR. Into HR. I was like, all right. I did. I never heard back. Nice. But I thought, I mean, I already don't have his job. Right. I'm just going to be the same situation. Yep. It can never hurt. Right? That's pretty funny. And I told my boss, and he laughed. I was like, bro, I don't, why do you guys think it's funny? I know how to lead, okay? Right. Guess what? You put me in charge, luncheons are going to be back. Guess what <laughs> else is going to happen? All right? We're going to have brighter colors in here because we look like we're in a freaking dungeon. <laughs> Guess what else is going to happen? We're going to have a ping pong table, okay? Whoa. In the break room. We're going to have a ping pong table, and we're going to get better snacks because these ones... <laughs> You're going to get better snacks? You had snacks? Like in the vending machines. Oh, okay. I was like, like, they just provided snacks <laughs> for your work. That's ridiculous. They're like, and we're going to get better coffee, okay? This, what are we doing? This is and it would be great. Nice. Because it's theoretically leading people, groups of people, isn't theoretically hard. You add value to them. Right. People are take, hard. Yeah, the, the like, individuals they, yeah. and like people's preferences is hard. Right. But like the skills you can learn in leadership. Like, right. They're in a book. You can read them. I have. Yeah. Actually, when I, I don't know if all the listeners know this all thousands of you guys that we have <laughs> a multitude <laughs> our host of the listeners um, so for Darius School of Mission and Evangelism I was a staff only because I did the school before him <laughs> anyways uh, nonetheless I was a staff and I was his outreach leader and I had like thought to myself I mean sure my first time staffing I got students under me who've been in leadership longer than me they just came back under to be the student okay I can, I can lead whatever I read books and I, like, read these books and found out very quickly, these books don't help you at all. At all. Like, man, leading is a lot harder than this book made it seem. Like, I thought I was going to do these things like formulas. I was going to be perfect. And then yeah. I did it. And I was like, oh, shoot, I got to go to God. You still did a great job. Thank you. You're welcome. I prayed every... Like, when I would leave, I'd leave and go to a coffee shop in the morning. And I'd be like, God, teach me how to lead today. And I'd read, and I'd see something about leadership in that text. It was crazy. Nice. God was super cool. That That's outreach. Awesome. Yeah, I think I was like the most insecure leader. The most insecure I've ever been in leadership in your school. Huh. Just because I was like, these are full grown adults. That's awesome. I don't you know really what I'm doing. past that. Yeah. Now I'll need another team for oh, quite a while that yeah. I will reveal next week. And it's kind of like, oh, I feel I feel dependent on God. I think there's a difference between being insecure and dependent on God. Mm-hmm. You know? How do you feel about the last team you led? The last thing I led, I'm not terribly upset with how I led. I just uh-huh. think I probably could have been nicer. Okay. <laughs> I just seem to like, I have a more or less like if you don't like what's going on, get over it attitude uh-huh. about life. And I just, I think I subject people to that. Yeah. So that's probably the biggest thing I got to like learn to use tact in my words. Yeah. And it's not, a, it's not an easy thing to lead like 10 plus people overseas. The majority of them are older than you. Sometimes. Yeah, for me, they were like, I had like 27-year-olds and 25-year-olds and 
The youngest person was like 19, but it was one 19 year old. And then everyone else was around like 22, 23. How old was Elena? Oh, she was like 20. Yeah, I was gonna say. But I got like anywhere from 19 to 27 year olds. So okay, yeah. Of. It's pretty crazy. And basically it's like, hey, you're taking this group with tens of thousands of dollars to Asia. Don't lose the money or the people and yep. make sure they're all emotionally and spiritually happy. Yep. And also in your, be emotionally, uh, and be emotionally and spiritually stable and happy yourself. Yep. And I'm like, with your co-leader, you're just like, there are some just not good days. What just happened? What did you just do to me? I'm 23. I'm supposed to be like just living my life, having a cool job. And you just you just gave me 10 people's lives to be in charge of. Right? It's pretty crazy. <laughs> you literally have forms that you can fill out like if they die and like yeah. what you're supposed to do. Like, like That's a lot of responsibility. We legit sign burial forms. Like if you die, I'm legally not going to be a, This is what I do. Like I do these things if you die. Yeah. And there's like, yeah, there's protocol. Like. If our students get arrested, if we as like one of the YWAM teams in the Middle East a couple years ago, they all got arrested. Yep. What would you, you, what would you do? Derry, okay, know. listen to this. Derry, what would you do in the leadership position if, if your arrested? team got arrested? If, am I getting arrested as yeah, well? Yeah, you and your whole team was getting arrested. We'd just be in jail. We don't have a choice. I think it's like, people like, no, we're in jail. Like, no, guys, look, we don't have to pay for lodging. We don't have to pay for food. We <laughs> don't have to pay for transportation. <laughs> We have a captive audience. Guys, it's free ministry. Literally, this is let's free go. Ministry. What are we doing? <laughs> let's do it. Rejoice. We're just on our worship service. Yep. Like, oh, they'd all be so mad. They'd be mad, guys, but I think we'd like win them over pretty fast. What's that movie or quote where it's like, I see this as an absolute win? Is that the office? I don't know. Oh, it's probably an office, yeah. <laughs> I see this as an absolute win. <laughs> Man, what's that from? I think that is the office. I'm gonna look at it. I can't up. remember. Yeah, I think I'd probably start like worshiping and praying and stuff like that, and then just start talking to the guards that were there. But it depends like what language they speak and where I am and stuff like that. Mm. What I would do, because a lot of places like they treat American citizens pretty well, and I'd probably get a phone call and stuff like that. They probably yeah. just deport us pretty fast. Like, hey mom, guess what? We got free flights back to America. <laughs> we got arrested. They're deporting us. <laughs> but like, if you're in the Middle East somewhere, you could definitely stay in that jail for a long time. Mm-hmm. Or from the middle of nowhere, like in India or oh, Nepal. Man. You can yeah. stay there for a real long time. And the, the scary part of thing of like, uh, it's like, you could be tortured. That's a very real reality. Yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. But on the bright side, you're not paying for anything. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that quote, I think it's an absolute win. Not the office. Very far away from the office. What is it? It's a Marvel Avengers Endgames. It's when Hulk is bringing back, doing time travel stuff. And then Scott Lang comes back and he's like, I see this as an absolute win. And like, he's I just don't remember baby. that at all. I'll show you the picture. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I do remember that. He's like, time travel, baby. And he's like, <laughs> he's, a, he's a little kid. That's great. I do remember that. All right. Shoot. Should we move on? Yeah. Some cultural things. <laughs> we just, that was a long jargon. That was fun. I liked it. I hope you guys liked it. We only have one thing for culture today. And it's that little update to what we talked about last time about all of the happenings in China. To China. 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 All the things happening there. And uh, with LeBron James and his new comments about how much he... Uh, LeBron James has came out and said he's actually... Pro-China. Asian. <laughs> Full-blooded Asian. <laughs> he has the papers to prove it. Yao Ming's little brother. <laughs> I think he's true. younger than Yao Ming. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know sports. Sports and stuff, I know. I only watch Michigan Wolverines and Detroit Lions. Nice. That's about it. Nice. nice. Okay, so what's up with what's up with LeBron? What do you say? Well basically some uh well 
you want to explain like the basis of like what we talked about last time like yeah just like what's going on with china and hong kong yeah 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 Yeah, so hong kong basically wants like i want to say freedom or independence from china yeah they want independence and they're rioting and they're doing like them 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 demonstrations them 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 demonstrations (laughs) they're doing them demonstrations down there yeah so they're doing demonstrations and like pub, they're like I, from what I've read, they're not violent. Maybe they might have they turned violent. violent. They turn violent. Yes. Because the first one I read about, well, the was police just, are also very violent. Yeah. The first one I read about was just people going down with umbrellas. Like, oh no, they're like, very violent. Maybe that was a couple weeks they, ago. They they literally have like like surrounded um, like government buildings and like stormed them oh and like gone gosh. inside and like done stuff to the like, That's like a civil war. the representatives and like. Like spray painted a whole bunch of stuff. They do it all the time. I but also the police have like done a lot of crazy stuff too. Yeah, I should have done a lot more research. It's ridiculous. But basically, so China is now just having sent. And I'm assuming they don't want the world knowing what's going on, so they're telling all these companies that they basically own to censor what's happening and not. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. So like, all the like major clothing and shoe companies that have like socks in China. So Adidas, Nike, all of those places. Also, lots of sports places like. NBA, all those kinds of things, um, lots of players, um, every company, lots of video game and esports companies are all a part of it because a lot of that's in China too. So a lot of them are just censoring it or like kind of bowing the knee to China, and it's really yeah. just bringing into the light for everybody else in America, like how much China has a hand in things and how crazy, which is scary. Yeah, them being communist is for us actually, like how much they lie and have like slight hands in things. Um, and how they can censor a lot that's happening and make it seem like nothing like that is happening. But Hong Kong's like in a frenzy, right? And oh, I forget the coach's name, but there's a guy named, I think it's Scott Mogul, but I can't remember. And he's the coach for uh, the Houston Rockets. Mm-hmm. And he came out in support of Hong Kong, right? And LeBron that's James. Good. I support Hong Kong. Yeah, I do. I support Hong Kong as well. Um, and now this podcast isn't going to work anymore because they're going to shut us off. <laughs> So, um, Scott well, Mogul said he's in support. Does China own Apple? Actually, they, they have to own some part of Apple. Yeah, some part, maybe not the majority. In your face, China can't take us down. I'm sure they own Samsung. Yeah, but I'm an Apple user, so. Okay. In your face, dear. I mean, your phone's made of Samsung parts. Uh, there's no way for me to prove that. I can prove it. I don't want you to take my phone apart. No, okay. <laughs> no, I have to take your phone apart. I'll show you where, like, Apple gets its parts, and it's, it's from Samsung. So, anyways, anyways, um, so <laughs> real, real quick before we move on, I just want everyone to know whenever an Apple Android debate is brought up, Derry becomes like the most passive aggressive person I've ever met in my life, and it is the funniest thing in the world. Great, you guys spend way too much money on your phones. It's really funny to me, but it also makes me sad because like, I spend a ton of money on. You're like so chill. And, like, even when you're opinionated, you're, like, have, like, a very calm, collective... But, like, as soon as someone says phone, you're just, like, this savage. <laughs> like, like, you use an iPhone? Wow. I am not sorry. Like, you just, like... It's hilarious. I think it's... I think it's it's laugh every time. Anyways, yeah, so... Back to LeBron. Um, LeBron comes out and said that Steve Mogul, who is that, that coach... Um, a lot of stuff happened in the NBA. Like, China cut ties with them in a lot of ways, a lot of brand deals. They lost, like, billions of dollars because of what one coach said... With his freedom of speech, not even representing the NBA, just on his own personal Twitter mm-hmm. account. And uh, the NBA was not super happy about that. But, like, the spokesperson for the NBA said that it was fine because he has freedom of speech. He can do whatever he wants. But, but LeBron comes out, and he's like, what he did was, like, I don't know word for word what he said. But he was like, 
he didn't think about the repercussions and the actions that would have ha- come from him speaking out about this. And he should have thought about like a more timely way to say the things that he said. And he was just uneducated oh. about the topic in general. And that he stood with China, basically. Wow. And that what's, what Steve Mogul said was wrong. And so everybody disagreed with LeBron, basically. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know who LeBron James is, we should probably explain that. If you don't know who LeBron James is, you're you don't. Why are you listening? <laughs> you are so far culturally behind. And LeBron James is um, a lot of like argue he's the goat besides Michael Jordan in goat basketball. Means greatest of all time. Yeah, so that's who Michael or that's who LeBron James is. He's still currently playing in the NBA for the Lakers. Um, but anyways. Uh, he's kind of the, the face of the NBA. Would you way. go so far, and don't get offended if you don't know who LeBron James is, this is just a joke, would you say if someone doesn't know who LeBron James is, they're culturally inept? They, like, it's like, there's no reason Prob- to not know. Probably. Everybody knows who LeBron James is. I haven't that's met someone who doesn't know that. Everybody like, LeBron James, is that like a basketball player? That's like, that's like enough. That. As long as you know that, like, you're good. You figured yeah. it out. Yeah. Anyways. Right. Anyways, anyways. So, <laughs> LeBron James comes out saying that, and everybody's like, you're a dingus. Like, you don't know what you're Actual talking about. Quote. You You just called someone else uneducated, and you obviously have no idea yeah. what you're talking about, yeah. right? And so everybody's like, oh my gosh, LeBron James has, like, this shoe deal and all this kind of stuff, and it's, a, like, a, a Chinese company, and, like, they're telling him what to say and all these Ooh. kinds of things. And, like, He's they're, like, they're controlling him because they pay him, because they do. Yeah. China does pay NBA players. <laughs> um, so it's just like, wow, like, He's saying this to keep all of his money, possibly, and not right. actually like, because you would no one no one comes out in support of China, the communist country that's trying to like destroy take America. Over. Yeah, yeah. Like it's not something you. He's do. like PETA in Hunger Games when he's just being controlled by the people yeah. behind him. So it's very interesting. People have a lot of theories. But I mean, if we're gonna be real though, everyone that's in the spotlight is controlled by the Illuminati. So is this really <laughs> anything that we're worried about? It's just funny, like. <laughs> Everybody has a lot of theories, and everybody's really mad about it. And uh, yeah, that's another thing. That comment, everyone's really mad about it. Everyone's mad about everything nowadays. But that's is, a, that's the thing oh, to be okay yeah, about being okay mad, mad about. Yeah. But I just, I really want to talk at some point. Maybe we'll do like a episode that, like uh, when we're on outreach, like about the the culture of offense we live in. That's huge. But yeah, this is fine to get mad about. Yeah, LeBron is. He's from Ohio, right? And he played from Ohio. Yeah, for Ohio. That's that's probably why he did it, bro. Yeah. He's in the support of Ohio. Yeah. Do you expect much from him? Yep. He also has freedom of speech, though. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. But he was speaking out against someone else's freedom of speech, so. Hey, people, made, people made fun of him a lot. I'm using my freedom of speech to say that you shouldn't use your freedom of speech. Right. Uh, Babylon B, it's a satire Christian account, made a, a satire post about that. And I just got it. About what? About that he should have waited to. Um, make a stand and like oh really that's yeah. so funny like so many people were like yeah dude when is a good time to oppose like the communist <laughs> right. China country like when is, when is a good time like right. please tell us like if you're saying this is like a poor timing like when is a good time <laughs> when would when would you have spoken about oppression where is it it's so funny Babylon B's great sorry that was awkward quietness <laughs> anyways we can just move on, and you can tell us if you ever find it. There's one about LeBron that says, Oppressed Chinese citizens apologize to NBA players for disrupting their difficult week. <laughs> oh, yeah, so it says, uh, they made a mock LeBron James tweet. Okay. And it says, People... <clears throat> people. It says, 
people. <laughs> people need to understand what their actions can do to others. And I believe nobody stopped and considered what would happen. Rosa Parks could have waited a week to make her stand. <laughs> like, but like that's actually kind of edgy because it's like yeah. he's an African American. They're tar- they're like taking Super an African American civil rights thing. Yeah, and just shoving it in his face like, hey, like, yep. put yourself in these shoes. Yeah, and it's like, oh shoot, it's pretty crazy. There was a lot of people in Hong Kong like burning LeBron James jerseys and stuff like that. It's really, really crazy. What like a lot of people in Hong Kong are like sporting American flags and saying like they want freedom and stuff like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We should help them. Yeah. Or not. Though. Also, in recent news, this just came to my mind. Trump took our citizens, not our citizens, we didn't have citizens there. Oh, the Syria thing? Yeah, our, our armed forces out of Turkey or Syria? People are probably more mad about that. Okay, that's the thing, right? That Okay, I'll, we'll get uh, to like... First, I don't have an opinion, so I'm not You don't have an opinion? I'm not going to talk Here's, about I think it's funny. Everyone's mad at Trump for not taking people out of the Middle East. So he takes them out of the Middle East, and then that, that one country gets bombed, because we were the only thing stopping them from getting bombed. And now everyone's mad at Trump for taking people out of the Middle East. Like, this dude can't do anything without people getting mad. I thought about that, yeah. Welcome to politics. <laughs> Pretty funny. Oh my gosh. You can't do anything right. But it's kind of, it's, it's like, we're, we kind of laugh about it, but it's super sad though. Like, these are real lives. These are real yeah. lives happening. Yep. And Pretty crazy. I don't know. I haven't given enough thought to make an opinion on what we I, I don't know enough about it to speak on it. It's just, not, yeah. I used to be really into politics, but now I'm really into theology. Yeah. I was never into politics. I was. I'm a micro-conspirator. I'm like a conspiracy theorist light. Um, no, you're not, dude. So, I'm full-blown conspiracy theorist. No, you're not. I am. You don't believe in any conspiracy theorists. Bro, you I, do not believe in bro, Earth is flat, okay? No, it's not. I don't actually believe Earth is flat. <laughs> bro, you just like to like look at the conspiracy theories and think, like, what if they are real? But you don't actually I believe really, any of them. Some of them, we can have a conversation off the record. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> some of them I do. Anyways, let's move on. I was just going to say, I was really into, like, yeah, the government doesn't matter. There's no choice. And then I, like, after since being away from home for extended periods of time, I'm like, oh, maybe I like politics. And my friend, our friend Alec, who was into politics, he, I was like, dude, I'm getting into politics. He's like, don't do it. It's a dark road. I did it, and I regretted it. Wow. And I backed off. I would say that there is not, a, like, some super organization in the government that's trying to control people, but 100% companies are doing that. Like, there are definitely, oh, yeah. like... Companies that are that like superpower or China, that, that kind of the one year China's the Illuminati. China has all those companies, dude. <laughs> yeah, bro. Corporatism's evil. Yep. It's Not capitalism. Crazy. For if there's any people who are young, impressionable minds being told capitalism's evil, it's not. It's corporatism. Go look up the difference. Yes. Anyways, we're about forty-five minutes. Do your Googles. Do your, your Googles. Google is also probably owned by China, so don't. <laughs> don't talk about China. Don't say, don't listen to this podcast and then look that up. Or at least don't listen to it out loud because Google will hear you. Yeah, and don't. Maybe look up our podcast on Safari. Get a VPN and then look us up. Yeah. <laughs> don't listen to this episode without VPN. Go to Internet Explorer and look us up. It might take a week for the whole thing to load. Yeah. That'll be the name of this episode. It'll be Don't Listen to This Episode Without a VPN. <laughs> we can do it. They're pretty funny. I'm not. I'm bad. Anyways, um,. Let's move on to our main topic. Our, our main, main topic. Main. What's Are what, what's you ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. For the main event of the night. Something like that. Yeah. I can do that guy's job. Yeah, you I can, can yell. Yep. He gets paid millions of dollars to fly around the world and just speak in a mic. Yell into a microphone. Yep. Amazing. He has a okay. good voice though. Anyway. So, as you guys know, this is... Actually, yeah, we have to name the episode of this so we're not going to do the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Contra- perceived contradictions... contradictions. 
in the Bible slash nature character God part two. So last week we dealt with like thoughts on the nature character God is in like if God is love, how can he send people to hell? If God is love, how can he hate sinners? If yada yada, like all these things people have questions about, which are wrath, okay. jealousy, murder, yeah, killing, you know, all those like things. That. Did good God stuff. murder? Did God kill? What's the difference? Yep. Why is it wrong for us to do it? Pretty cool stuff. Really good stuff. If you missed it, go check it out. We liked it. Hope you do too. Um, but this week it's going to be more scriptural focused. And so we're going to take scriptures or ideas and scriptures that seemingly come to be contradictory, but are actually not if you take time to research why. Yes. So we're super excited. We've got a few things. How many, how many actual things do we have? Uh, I think five or six. Five or six? Yeah. I think we can get through that in 45 minutes. Yeah. We'll see. Probably close. Like, shorter, probably. Yeah. A lot of the things with, like, the scriptural um, differences are pretty quick to, like, talk about. Like, it's not super hard to get, to just explain, like, some background, some culture, and then explain the word that people don't understand, and then all of a sudden there's not a contradiction anymore. It's, it's not as hard as, like, the character and nature of God stuff, where you gotta, like, understand giant concepts mm-hmm. and, like... Try to explain them to people and stuff like that. It's just, I think it's easier. But maybe it's not. We'll see. Maybe it takes a long time. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> We're definitely going to find out. Here's a question for you. Okay. Do you, Did you know the word unicorn is in the Bible? Did you know the word unicorn is in the Bible? <laughs> <laughs> Great callback. Good job. Thanks. Um, I did know the word unicorn is in the Do you the know Bible. what translation is in? Uh, the NIV? No. The NIV is more accurate than that. <laughs> is it really? Yeah. I, well, I don't know. It might be an anime. I don't is, it, is it King James? Yeah. The, oh, King James. I know it's... But, man, people are going to get mad at you for saying that. What's that? People are going to get mad at you for saying that. Okay, the KJV, if you don't know that that thing is like, you shouldn't be reading it. No, but like, it is still a good... Tra- like, Or the, at least good, the new King James. New King James. That's what it's called new. It's like... That's true. But the old King James, bro, there's known problems in it like I know yeah, I know. you don't have to look hard I know but people are still gonna get mad at you congrats people are mad at me all the time that's true I don't know if I've gone a day without someone getting mad about an opinion I have that's true people are like you have opinions about being yep. opinions you wanna explain what that unicorn is I know but like do you wanna explain I don't that? actually I think it's oh, really? a beast right it's just a word for yeah beast. people will say it's probably like a rhino or something like that is <laughs> what most people like would translate it to it just means like something with one horn is like kind of what the word translates to. <laughs> they, saw a, they saw an injured deer and they're like, unicorn. Unicorn. Okay, they lost the antler. Unicorns out here. Bro, rhino's just a, it's an overweight, naked <laughs> unicorn. <laughs> we figured it out. It's a unicorn that lost his job and his family. His wife divorced him. It's <laughs> a white trash version of unicorns. Oh no. It's a rhino. Oh, that's uh, that might be pretty offensive. It's so sad. <laughs> oh my. Okay, if you're in that situation, you're not white. I wasn't correlating what Derry described with white trash. I was just correlating white trash with rhino. Yeah. Whatever. So, it doesn't so matter. I don't read into that. It doesn't matter. Sometimes I have like, a thought in my mind about what is funny, and people get mad at me, like, and then they are commenting about how they're not children of Satan in my Facebook comments. Yeah, well, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I meant the whole time. I didn't mean that at all. You, your convictions told you that. Yep. That's pretty great. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered at some point, I really want to talk about um, like all the new agey practices people are bringing to Christianity. Yeah. But part that for later. Because people bring back like freaking seances and stuff and it's yoga. Really to talk about. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. Unreal. I think yoga's fine. Ethan doesn't. We disagree. It's fine. 
Yeah, I also don't think any Christians would practice Christmas. We can talk about that. We can talk about it later. Anyway, so let's get in. followers are not listening anymore. <laughs> Alright, so you just started listening. For those of you who are still left listening. <laughs> you guys like Christmas? Out. Out. <laughs> Delete episode. Leave zero star reviews. <laughs> Said he sucks. didn't absolutely love Christmas. <laughs> Said he thought Christmas was just okay. Doesn't celebrate Christmas and start listening right after Halloween. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm sorry. I like the Christmas music though. I'll be serious. I like, I like that. Oh, when Halloween's the 31st, right? Yes. Like next week, year. next week we have to do a podcast on holidays and stuff like that. Do we so want to do, do a podcast strictly on Halloween? Halloween? Yeah. Well, and Halloween then we and other holidays. We get into more holidays as the holiday season goes on. Yes. Okay. Alright, cool. Anyways, let's get to our first. We just had a planning meeting. <laughs> let's uh, let's get into the first topic. This real quick, this might be like the most fun episode I've recorded yeah, or we've recorded. It's pretty fun. Like I'm just having a ball. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're we're so far into this podcast right now. We haven't talked about anything. Okay, let's get let's get down to, to it. It's also freaking late. It's like ten thirty right now. I usually go to bed at like ten. I've been like losing it for like a minute. I'm trying to keep it. You've been awake for so long. <laughs> Such bad. Such okay, 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 okay. So let's calm down and we're gonna talk about our first thing. <laughs> Stop laughing. You're <laughs> making me laugh. Okay. Uh, uh, okay, <laughs> Okay, I'm here. Okay, I'm fine. Okay. We're absolutely okay. So the first thing we're gonna talk about in our contradictions of the Bible, uh, the perceived contradictions in the Bible, is Jesus being in the ground for three days and three nights. So there are lots of prophecies to explain this. Um, in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. many different books. There are. Yeah, about Jesus and his life and his coming and stuff like that. And there are some prophecies about him being in the ground for three days and yeah. three nights. Yeah. Right? And it talks about it in the New Testament, quotes back to it in the Gospels. Um, but the problem is... Like the the Bible and the prophecies said that he was in the ground for three days and three nights. Right. But if you read the Gospels, he's actually not in the ground for three days and three nights. It's shorter than that. Right. right? So it would seem that those prophecies are incorrect or false or there is some sort of contradiction in the Bible. And Jesus wasn't in the ground for actually three days and three nights. Just part of that. Right. Do you have anything you want to say about it or do you want me to explain it? A young... Nice. I'm gonna cut that out. Okay. You don't have to cut it out. <laughs> okay, I won't cut it out. Okay. I started yawning right as he threw me. Out. I was like, Frick. Um, to my understanding, Jewish people, which is what Jesus was, and who uh, he's spoken to. Jesus was to. a Jewish man in the Middle East, not a white blonde man. For all you patriotic Americans who have that idea, I know you don't. I'm just making a joke. Um, so they have a different perception of days. Like, we look at days as a 24-hour basis. I think they didn't. And so the way their days added up, it would still be three, but it would be like three days in the Jewish concept. Does that make sense? Mm. <clears throat> i got to figure out how many. I think I don't want to say their days were considered 12 hours, although I think they were. Mm-hmm. So, like, 72 I know their day started at a different time than ours did. Yeah, they, they started, started at, at, evening. at evening. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure about the day being 12 hours. The explanation for it that I know of is that um, 
the the sentence that's used in the prophecy is just a hyperbole, just like a, a saying of speech, like something we would say, like um, when we say, like, "Oh, like this homework's gonna take me all day long." You know, like that's something that's not actually gonna take you all day long, but it's gonna take you a long time. So you're just saying it's gonna take me all day long, yeah. right? So it doesn't actually have to take you all day long, even if it takes you like ten hours. That's not all day long. It's just most of the day, right? Yeah. And so um, the like Hebrew scholars that I've talked, I've not talked to, but I've like listened to about this have said that it's not actually like a literal three days and three nights. It's just a saying like he will be in the grave for mm-hmm. three days and three nights. It doesn't actually have to be that long. It's just a saying of speech that they'll use. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that was wrong with the 12 hour thing. They just started their time at different. So right. they started their, at like sundown. Yeah. So right now it's like nine. The day just, it's 1030. The day just started. They started for them. Good morning. Morning for, for Jews if you're listening. Yeah. We Hello. love you. We do love you. You're, you're the people of God. Just like us. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I had a little tag on it. <laughs> All right, let's continue. Anyways, this. is there anything you want to say about that one before we go to the next one? Uh, not too much. I didn't know about the idiom. Idi- uh, the idiom. That idiom. See, these are going super fast. We already did one. There we go. We're already at two. Where am I going? Good thing we talked a lot before this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay. I love this. You want to introduce the next one? <laughs> the next one. Okay. I'm going to ask it in a question. Okay. Is lying always a sin? Because there's times where it seems in the Bible that it's being praised. Yeah. So, I know we have disagreed about this in the past and have had, like, some disagreements and some arguments or maybe just discussions about it. Right. But uh, it seems to me that there are times in the Bible when lying is not a sin, but it is listed in the law as a sin. And many, many times is a sin. Isn't it like the Ten Commandments? Yeah. It's also <laughs> part of the law. <laughs> okay. And so, and also, freaking like Ananias and, and Sapphira in the New Testament, like they lied once and they got murdered. Or not yeah. murdered, they got killed. They got killed. Right? Like God yeah. was like, mm, wait. Nice try. And the VeggieTales adaptation, it said they got tickled. What are you talking about? <laughs> they definitely didn't get tickled. They got tickled by death. Tickled by death, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, I have my thoughts on this and I know why I believe what I believe. You want me to go first? I will. Uh, I'll go first. You can. Okay. So I'll give like an example first. So most people say like give you the the like example of if you were someone who was housing Jews from the Nazis and a Nazi came a Nazi came to your door and was like, hey like you hiding any Jews? Like for you to not lie you have to say yes. But to save their lives you have to say no. Right. So do you not lie and Therefore, not sin. Are you asking me if I love humans over God? No, but let me just <laughs> let me just continue to explain. So that's the question. It's it's a hard moral quandary. Like if you want to be true to God's word, like and and for what we kind of understand it as, it's uh-huh. like you wouldn't lie. You tell them you have you're hiding the Jews, right? Yeah. But if you wanted to save human lives, you would hide the Jews, and you'd say, no, I don't have any Jews here, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's definitely a predicament that I never want to find myself in because I don't know how I answer that question. Yeah. So there's two instances I want to talk about in the Bible where it seems like they present an answer to this kind of question, right? Yeah. Um, there's one time in Exodus, um, it's Exodus one uh, seventeen, when where the midwives of like the Hebrew uh, women, right, yeah. were um, 
lying to Pharaoh and the soldiers because Pharaoh had made a decree where he said, we're killing all the firstborn males, right? And so the midwives, like, they would deliver the firstborn males and then they would tell the soldiers, like, oh, like, the Israelite women are just very, like, strong and they gave birth before we got there and so we can't do anything about it, sorry. Yeah. Right? And they lied to them when they actually did help them deliver them the whole time. Yeah. And so they were lying to them. Um, but in the Bible, in Exodus, it says that, um, they were blessed because of what they did and that God honored them and gave them families of their own because of their actions. Hmm. So, like, if you're being honored and God's giving you a gift because of a seemingly, like, sin you did must mean that it was okay. And so it's interesting. Hold on. It's, it's, it's interesting. So um, there's another example. Um, and this one is Rahab, the prostitute, um, when she housed the Israelite spies when they're going to the Promised Land. And this is in Joshua 2. Um, and she lied and like housed, housed the spies and kept them safe from um, obviously the people who lived there yeah. um, and then like chasing them and finding them um, and it says that it was counted to her as righteousness and she was a prostitute and all that but mm. it says that God counted like what she did in lying to the soldiers and protecting them as righteousness right and so the two differences I see in these things is that the motivation behind them are different. So in the Bible, when it's talking about like deceiving someone else, it's always for your gain. Like you're deceiving someone else so that you can get something or like someone else you know can get something, right? You can yeah. like profit for it. It's specifically to deceive someone for like your, uh, like in a negative way, right? And right. where like these examples in the Bibles with Pharaoh and with uh, Rahab is their they're lying to someone to save someone's life. It's not selfish. It's not self-centered. It's like to do good and to save someone else. Mm -hmm. So that's the main difference. I wouldn't say necessarily that that is always not a sin. Like say you're, you lie to your friend to protect your other friend for like a not super important reason. I would say you shouldn't do that. Right. Like I would say you should tell the truth, but I would say just from those examples in the Bible that it's not always a sin to lie. But it is a sin to lie with those connotations, those negative connotations where you're being self-centered and it's mm. the motivation behind it is not good. But I think if your motivation is good and like someone's going to die or like something like that, then it is okay to lie in those situations. Right. Which would make this not a contradiction. The Ten that. Commandments, um, that's, what chapter is that? Because um, I don't... The Bible doesn't say, like, the Tegmans don't say you shall not lie, does it? It says, like... Just Google it. You shall not. I think it's Exodus 34, right? Because <clears throat> I believe... Because there's also the idea of Abraham telling the the rulers of the land who's passing by that his wife was his sister. Right, right, right. And that was a lie. Or a deception, because... But he wasn't counted righteous because he did it. God, like, confronted him. Right, it was... It was more permissible. Like God was like, mm, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. All right. So that's Exodus twenty. Because I want to, I want to see what the text actually says, and see what the original word there is. Mm -hmm. Um, live. Exodus twenty is where it is. I think that's what it said. Um. You okay. shall make yourself, yeah. You shall not have any other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself an idol of any likeness. You shall not worship them or serve them. Uh, you shall not take. The name of the Lord God in vain. We talked about that. Mm -hmm. Remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Uh, where is the next one? For the, yep. Honor your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You, know. you shall not bear false witness against your neighbor. So that's what it says. Mm -hmm. 
So that yeah, lying would be like in our in our, how we understand it would be to like bear false witness. What verse is that? I'm in Blue Letter Bible right now. Exodus twenty verse sixteen. Yeah, it says you shall not false covet. testimony is the version I have. It yeah. says you shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his male servant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So it's interesting. It doesn't say the word lie. Yeah, but I, I mean, but in I other places we, of the Bible, it definitely does. Like Ananias and Sapphira were killed for right. simply it's, lying. It's a bad thing to do. Don't do it. Right. Um, I would say, because you said when the, like, the, the women were blessed, I'm wondering if it's the differences between permissible and okay. Because you said it seems okay to do it, but I wonder if it's just permissible that God allowed it. Because it was for the same. I mean, it didn't seem like God was like, okay, I guess I'll let it slide this time. It's like he rewarded them in both cases for what they did. Right. Right? Like, both times, the women weren't, like, uh, like weren't deserving of that kind of reward. Like, one was a prostitute. Um, mm-hmm. And I can't remember exactly, but I don't think the midwives were Jewish. Um, they were Egyptian. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were Egyptian. Um, and so both times, they're not, like, Christ followers, right? They're not like, well, I guess Christ's not there yet, but... Um, they're not like uh, Jews. They're not following the law or anything like that. Right. Um, so, but God still credits them as like as righteousness, or at least to Rahab. And so it seems yeah. like He's giving them rewards for them. Lying. Yeah. And the word righteous, I'm wondering if it's used in a way of means saving, like righteousness. Yeah. Because righteousness just means right standing with God, like in line with God's will. And God's will is as people be preserved. Yeah. And so she seemingly did something to preserve God's people. Yeah. So it might just mean like that was. Like, God was like, hey, that helps, helps us out. Yeah. You know? It'd be very interesting to study, but that's what it seemed like to me. In both those cases, the women were blessed because of what they did, so I don't think it's a sin. I think God is not just, like, permissible of it, but thinks it's completely okay. To lie. In that situation. Okay, yeah. I think, as it stands right now, I don't see anything to go against that. Like, other than I would say only women can lie. <laughs> seems a biblical model. <laughs> so if, if you're hiding Jews, like just make sure you have a wife, and you can yeah. just pretend to be mute, and she can come to the door. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Come over here. So no, but okay. Let's talk about that though. So they were doing something to that we would call a lie for the purpose mm-hmm. of accomplishing God's will. Mm-hmm. Does that give us a free pass to lie? No. And, like, should we look... Because that's the thing, right? That's the heart issue. If now you hear this and you're like, oh, I wonder where I can lie and, like, justify yeah. it. It's like, you're... That's a wrong heart. Right. I so think uh, let's talk about, like, how we practically walk this out knowing mm-hmm. this. I think it's really good to look at the Ananias and Sapphira situation where their lie was simply about, like, them getting more money, right? So it was selfish and it was them giving false testimony or false witness mm-hmm. and deceiving somebody. Um, for their own gain. So that's the heart of lying. Like, it's your own gain and you're telling something a falsity um, to preserve yourself, right? And so I'd say it, there's definitely gray areas, but I would never lie unless it was like a life-threatening situation or close to it, something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Colossians 3.9 talks about lying too. That's in the New Testament for us. Colossians 3.9 says, Do not lie to one another since you laid aside the old self which is with its evil practices. Good. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. I'm just, la, 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 la. wow. I refuse to make a permanent statement on this or mm-hmm. stance on this. I would say lying is a sin. Because, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah. Lying just, is a sin. 
It's in the Bible. Lying is a sin. It's proved Don't by lie. us. Don't lie. It's a sin. But also, it's it's okay sometimes. That's confusing. <laughs> <laughs> you shut your heart behind it. And I think the severity of the situation. It's, yeah. a, it's a great area. But I don't think it's a contradiction. So would, do you think, say, it was your birthday, and uh-huh. we're having a, like a surprise party for you, and you're like, yeah. hey, yeah. Ethan, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, I'm going to stay in tonight, man. I'm not doing anything tonight. And I lied to you, mm-hmm. so you get surprised. Is that sin? Uh, yes. Okay, we agree. But, hold on. Would you deceiving me also be a sin? Yes. So Probably. So say you didn't say that... I'm just thinking out loud here, kind of. Yeah. Say you didn't say, I'm not doing anything tonight. Or, like, when I asked you if it's a surprise party for me. Like, I ask you if you're doing that. Yeah. And you don't say, like, you're not doing anything. You just say, oh, I'm busy tonight. Or... So you're not, like, lying. No, well, that's... That's not, I don't think it's deception. I'm or like saying. I have plans or something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's not deception. That's not, like I'm telling you the truth. I am busy. That's true. Can yeah. you hang out with me and do, hey, can you come to the beach with me today? I can't, I'm busy. Right. Oh, what do you got going on? I'm meeting some people later for this event that they invite me out to. Yeah. Okay, why are you being vague? I'm not. <laughs> that's what I would say. I'm not being vague. I'm being very direct about what I'm doing. It's my anime club, Kate. <laughs> you leave me alone. <laughs> I'm going to a TED Talk, okay? Leave me alone, right? <laughs> Jeez. No, but yeah, so, like, stuff like that. It's like when people are throwing surprise parties, I try to avoid any conversation about anything to do with their birthday that day or a party. A party. Yeah. I just try to avoid it altogether because I'm like, yeah, I don't want to beat around the bush because I'm not going to know what's up. Like, someone tried throwing a fake surprise party for me. I think they threw a surprise. A fake surprise party? A quote. Oh, that's surpri- No, no, no. It was a surprise party. But it was like, they did Taco Tuesday every week, mm-hmm. and it just... Tuesday happened to be my birthday, and they just met me, and they're like, oh, well, we should invite him to, like, we already invited Taco Tuesday, it's his birthday, we should give him cake, and, like, surprise him. Nice. And, like, my friend's like, hey, did he come in? And I was in a bad mood. I was like, right, is this a surprise party? He's like, he didn't, he said a vulgar word. Yeah. And he's like, frick, he didn't say frick. And he didn't say the more vulgar, he used a different word that, so, crap, so crap. Right? And I was like, I didn't even, like, because uh, my, my friend wasn't going to lie, but. All right, right. Yeah, so if that was like, hey, I was, if, I, if I was in a situation and someone said, is it a surprise party? I don't know what I would do if they asked me directly. It's hard. I'm like, I don't know. I guess you'll have to show up and be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're a Christian and someone listens to this podcast and, or they read the Bible and they know lying's a sin, just ask them if you have, they have a surprise party planned. They have to answer you. <laughs> One of our, um, someone here on YWAM, Honolulu staff, made a meme page. Loosely affiliated, directed to memes re- like about our community here. Right. Like not poking fun at, but just like things that everyone would understand on the right. base. Right. right. And I would go up to people. I'm like, hey, so and so. Like, what's up? I was like, you know, lines of sin, right? And they're like, <laughs> yeah. Why? I'm like, okay. Are you the owner of the account? That's great. And they're just like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm a detective. I'm gonna find this out. And you're a Christian. You can't lie. Whoa. Did you get the answer? People were very vague, but I found out. Nice. I found out through some. I found out because someone knew, and I told them I knew because I had a huge suspicion of who it was. Mm. And they told me, wait, and we said the name at the same time, and I was like, wait, what? Huh? And they unintentionally ratted them out. Nice. So, anyways. Oh, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> so, skipping to the next one. The next thing we're going to talk about, because we're actually running out of time here. We are. Uh, but it can, be, it can be longer. It's not Yeah. Longer. Okay. So, our third thing we're going to talk about is the differences, that there are many, in the gospel accounts. 
So, as oh, you all know, okay, yeah. there are four Gospels. We might not all know that. Oh, okay, well, yeah. Well, hopefully, now you know, <laughs> there are four Gospels. So a Gospel account is a story of the life of Jesus. Right. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, right? Yeah. And so... You know, Matthew wasn't a disciple? I'm pretty sure he wasn't a disciple. What? He's, like, they list the disciples, I'm pretty sure Matthew's not in it. He's well, just like, that's oh. actually part of the contradiction, or not the contradiction, part of the, like, perceived, like, difference is that the listings of the disciples are different mm. in the different Gospels, right? So, basically, all of these Gospels are written by four different people. It's four different perspectives of the life of Jesus, his crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension, right? Um, and so they're all written by different people with different personalities, mm-hmm. and they all have differences. For example, different events happen in different orders in different Gospels. Um, they're oh, Matthew like, was. I'm sorry. Yeah. There was li- someone who wasn't. Maybe Luke. Listings um, of the disciples are different. Uh, miracles are sometimes performed like twice in certain ones, um, sometimes once in other ones. So it's just yeah. it's very confusing. Also, the way that they found out that Jesus was risen from the dead is different in them, at least like when they found out right. that the tomb was empty. Yeah. Like when uh, Mary and those girls like show up at the tomb and like see Jesus. Sometimes it says they see an angel. Sometimes it says they see Jesus. Like it's just confusing, right? right, right. It seems to be different. Do you have any thoughts about it? Oh yeah, it's very easy to explain. Cool, go for it. All right, so just to clarify, it, Matthew was a disciple. Luke was not. Okay. And I just grew up thinking Luke was definitely a disciple because he wrote about Jesus. That's not necessarily true. He was a doctor or a physician. Anyways, so it's basically like how it was presented to me is someone showed me a YouTube clip and a group of people, a YouTube clip of a hockey game. Okay. And then they said, okay, like I want you to tell me from the beginning of the hockey thing that I showed you to the end what happened. I like, just write out what happened. Mm. And we all wrote down what happened, and we all had the different things. Crazy. But they had the same core message and core things that happened. Mm-hmm. in it right and we might have seen different things or like interpreted what we saw different ways mm-hmm. or described the things we saw in different ways but it was all the same source and all true yeah right so that's how I would explain it it's like there's four different witnesses for the purpose of showing like, this is legit stuff yeah right and the four different witnesses give different perspectives that you can see in different ways like and also they have different writing styles like John is, has a different writing style and he uses certain writing styles on purpose to like always have light as a recurring theme I right think. light darkness and yeah he has a very often a recurring theme in his gospel yeah he's and, very passionate yeah it's like more I would say for the I guess for our like modern day speech more for the people who are into the art scene I guess you could say yeah and then Luke was a physician who's very meticulous in all his research so he right. did tons of interviews Right. And compiled a bunch of information and then wrote the most detailed explanation he could from the start to finish. So he tried to incorporate like what he deemed as most important from what he heard. Right. And then Matthew's actually there and who else? Matthew Mark and Mark. Mark is probably also there. I don't know the I don't know the necessary the details of those two gospels, but it's just they have the same they have different perceptions on the same thing. Right? Yeah, I agree. It's just like if I've heard this too, that like if if someone like committed a crime and they gathered witnesses like if the witnesses all say the same thing that means they corroborate with each other and right like they're giving false witness but if they're like slightly different but like kind of the same theme that's how you know that they're telling the truth mm-hmm. is at least as how i've heard it described before. yeah and that's a 
That's a very good point, too. Right. And if we go to, like, the specific examples, like the miracles done in different orders, that's not hard to explain. They just wrote yeah. about it in different orders. Right, and they're not, mm-hmm. like, and they're not major differences. Like, yeah. at one point, I might say, like, Mary ran and saw the tomb. I might say Peter ran and saw them. Maybe they both did, you know? Yeah, maybe they just left out that detail in one of them. Yeah. And it's just like, it's, they're not huge issues. Maybe Luke just wasn't a big fan of Mary and he decided to say Peter went instead. He's like, you know what? Women can't teach. I'm going to change. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. But yeah, it's, just, it's not too hard to explain away. Yeah. Um, I want to touch on one. But I didn't really know was what people perceived as a contradiction until I researched it. Mm. But and I think you might—I don't know if you have it—but it's like the whole idea of how in the Ten Commandments it says honor your father and mother, and Ephesians it talks about honor your father and mother. But Jesus Himself says if you don't hate your mother and father, oh yeah, I was thinking about you this can't today. follow me. We literally did a Bible study on this today. Oh, nice! In our small groups with our students. All right. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts? Bro, you brought it up. You can talk about it. I already, <laughs> I already know the answer, bro. Okay. So basically. Uh, the big explanation is people say like, oh, when Jesus says hate, he meant love him more than, right? So like yes. Jesus says you must hate your mother, he said, in order to follow me. He says you must love me so much that in the comparison to your love for me, your love for your parents yeah. would like hate. If you read the New King James, it actually says in comparison. Oh, really? Yeah, I but it, it doesn't say that in the new, the new translations, like yeah. ESV and stuff like that. Yeah, well, also I found out in my research is that the phrase like you must hate your mother and father is used idiomatically. Idiomatically, oh, that's a big word. As an idiom, idiomatically, oh, interesting. Idiomatically, that's it. That's okay. a word I found out today. I found this out earlier. Nice. So it said hatred is used idiomatically, and it just gives the idea. Like if you say it's raining cats and dogs, that's like it's not actually raining cats and right. dogs, right? Right. And so we shouldn't interpret that as that. Right. So Jesus says you must hate, and that's an idiom basically to say you have to show me more honor, because for them to say to to hate would be like. To show, so if I had showed you less honor, Derry, mm-hmm. as someone else, you might interpret that as like, oh, that in that culture could be interpreted as hate. Yeah. So we look at hate as being vehemently against. Right. Right. But they looked at it as just showing less honor too. Yeah. So Jesus is basically saying, you must show me more honor than you show your parents. Right. Or like, you're even on your own life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, honor me above your own life. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's not that hard to understand. It's like, oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yep. So that one's not too hard. I just wanted to touch on that. Also, a previous thing that could be a contradiction in that same verse is when he talks about um, the man that... Oh, wait. Uh, it might be a couple chapters later, actually. When he's saying... Um, the guy's like, Lord, I want to follow you, but first let me go bury my father. Mm. Right? Mm. And, and Jesus is like, no, like come follow me now. Yeah. Right? And like forsake all those kinds of things. Um, I've heard a lot of different... It could be like... You could perceive that as like, oh, like that's not honoring to your parents at all. And the Bible says to honor, so Jesus wasn't letting him honor his parents. Like, mm-hmm. that's not good at all. Yeah, right? part, part of that I've heard it explained, like, where he's like, hey, let me go bury my father. It was like, let me, like, wait till my father died so I can receive my inheritance yep. and then I'll come follow you. Yep, I'm pretty sure that's the correct interpretation. Yeah, so he's like, wait till I'm financially stable and my dad's gone. I don't have anything holding me back to. It's like the people who are like, I wanted to go to the missions, I just can't give up my job right now. I'm like, well, you can't. Yeah. You're, you just don't want to. Yeah. Be real, exactly. Or if it's like I gotta pay off the stats, like okay, that's that's more valid of an answer. Yeah, but yeah, the, the person in that text just mainly wanted to. They're like they're looking out for their own good above God's will, right? And that's not okay, right? All right. Yes. Moving on to the next one. Let's go. We only have a few left. Okay. So now this could take mm, quite a while to talk about. 
And so I'm going to ask you your opinion first. Okay. Okay, on this one. Um, the old law. Very interesting. The old law. So Let's go. All the many, 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 many laws on food and like, the restrictions of cutting off fat and like how you need to make the temple and the right. diameters of all these things. Yeah, and yeah. like how you have the tent set up and all that kind of stuff. The law. We, we all know it. Easy. Right? We all know it by heart. We all know the laws, right? We know all the laws, we know all the laws by heart. 633. Yep. And so that law versus when God came and said he was Jesus, God came and said he was the fulfillment for the law, yeah. right? And then said like, you don't have to do like a lot of this stuff anymore. Right. The fulfillment for the law. Why in the world would God like create that law in the first place? That seems sort of like a contradiction. Like why would he set up all these rules and then just later be like, mm, you don't have to follow these anymore. You know what it's like? It's like when your parents say you can't watch a certain movie and then as soon as you're like old enough to watch it, like your siblings can watch it with you and they're younger than you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, my response is, who are you, old man, to say that God's sovereign <laughs> <laughs> Will the clay Quoting say Job. to the? <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. You just memorize the book of Job. You just go around like rebuking everybody all the time, or like Paul when he's like, he's like, "Will you, the clay, say to the clay, the the potter?" Yeah, like, no. Okay, so for a real answer, um, as I was explained to it by my roommate, who as it was taught, explained to me. Yeah, that that's yeah. For, as a, as a, how would I say that's it? Sense. How to say it? <laughs> I don't know. It's it was bad. Yeah. Guys, I promise I'm qualified to teach English. <laughs> I got a full certificate. Yep. <laughs> yes, diesel. <laughs> okay, so my roommate is in teaching, or not teaching, but he's staffing a Bible core course. Mm-hmm. And he was one week explaining like the overview of the law. So he was breaking it down for me because it's one of his favorite subjects. Um, and what he explained to me as, <clears throat> which I thought was super cool, and it makes sense, is that the Old Testament law was broken down into three categories. There was a civil law, a sacrificial law, and a moral law. So the civil law was basically like, hey Israel, you are a minority slave group coming out of this this country that was yes. enslaving you, this people group that enslaved you. You don't know how to be a country. Yep. So I'm going to teach you how to do that. And I, and God was supposed to be their like prime minister, president, king, right. whatever. And so they, theocracy. Yeah, it was a theocracy. So they had their whole... Law, a lot of their laws were given to say, here's how you will live. And a lot of them were, I, I believe, a lot of the laws that we look at like don't make sense. Like, why can't they eat pork? Or why can't they get tattoos? Or why do they have to circumcise themselves? Right. You know, like, I look at those as just making a stark contrast between them and the cultures around them. Yeah. Right? Because God says, I am not like the cultures around you. I'm different. So you have to look different. Yeah. Because you're an example to everyone, to the world of who I am. Yep. So that's my personal opinion on the civil laws. Um, that they had on um, like that's like you know like we have why is the speed limit seventy emission I don't know right. but it just it is you know right. like because they decided like the civil laws is like well why did God decide that because he did and he's God and right. like, you have he to trust best and, it, and like, you have to understand the nature of character of God is he wants what's best for his people so if he gives you these laws it's a good thing to follow them yep right so I'm not against it like I know people who keep the law still like parts of it. And I'm like, who cares, man? You're following God the best way you know how and understanding his love. Like, that's amazing. Keep doing it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't get too hung up on that. Um, sacrificial law. So they had to do crazy amount of sacrifice. I'm reading through Deuteronomy right many, now. Many, many, many. Just like they had to do like, I thought at one point it was like one lamb a day at base. And then it was like, and then all these sin offerings. And then if anyone did this, they had to do this. And like all these free will offerings is always like incredible. Like just 
That's why, like, at first I thought Levites are, like, pretty chill. Like, they just minister in the temple. And I realized, right. They're killing animals all day long. All the time. You're like, oh, there's one sacrifice once a year. Yeah, no, like, like, chill the rest like of the year. every day they're doing multiple killings of these animals to, like, atone. And the reason is to atone for the sins and, like... And to, it's so intricate. Yeah, and it's like there's all these certain things you have to do, and then if you do a certain sacrifice, you have to wait outside for seven days before. Right. And it's just intense stuff, but it's like... I wonder if they ever messed up intentionally just to get some days off. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'd be killed if they did that. But the idea is, like, because what they... So sin entered the world, and because of that, to atone for that, there had to be shedding of blood. Right. Innocent blood. So it always had to be, like, a spotless lamb of yep. whatever... A bull, whatever you want. And so... Sacrifice to take the punishment. Yeah, and what it was, it was a representation of, like, this is how much sin affects you. This is what you have to do to yeah. atone for your sins. It's and, death. Yeah. And, like, because you brought death into the world, you have to now kill something yourself to try to bridge that gap between you and God. Right. Although, even in the Old Testament, it says that, like, sacrifices don't please God. It's the heart, right. you know? Right. And, it's, and that's in Samuel and stuff like that. And so the sacrifices were never meant to be a permanent thing. Right. They were just a to show us how bad we messed up, so we would go to God in repentance. Yeah. Right. And that and Jesus, so Jesus takes. So we don't follow the civil laws anymore because Israel's not a theocracy. Should it be nowadays? I don't know. That's up for debate, I guess. Yeah. Because it's still Israel. But for us Gentiles, we're not a theocracy. We're a church. So I don't think we have to follow the civil laws. Yeah. Sacrificial laws, we don't follow sacrifice laws yeah. because Jesus was a sacrifice on the sin mm-hmm. or on the cross for our sins. You know, that's the whole gospel. It's everything Christianity is wrapped up in is Jesus Christ being the final sacrifice right. for our sins. It's amazing. And then the moral law, that is still in effect. That's the yes. Ten Commandments. That's like, don't kill people. Don't murder Right. Don't lie, <laughs> like we just talked yeah. about, you know? Don't bear false witness. And all these, like, moral things that you know in yourself, you know, you know you feel bad when you do something wrong. So, breaking it down like that, it's not too hard of a thing. And Jesus says, I am the fulfillment. And to, and he says, I didn't come to abolish, but I came to fulfill. Yeah. So, it's not like God came and was reckless and like, I'm getting rid of this, everyone just party. But he's like, like, it's like if you and I wrote a business contract. Mm-hmm. To abolish it would be to tear it up and forget it. Right. But to, to fulfill it, would be to go through all the requirements that we listed out and sign it and say it's done, mm-hmm. right? So that's kind of what he did. And so, like, Jesus is like, look, I'm not getting rid of the law. I didn't come here just so you can, like, forget everything I told you and right. not go to God. It's like, you can't... It's still good. Yeah, you, like, the law is still good. You, like, God gave it. It's good. Yep. You can't you can't ever atone for your sins by your sacrifice laws. You can't follow the civil laws. You can't follow the moral laws. That's why I'm here. Right. I'm here. So Jesus came to fulfill the law. schoolmaster. Right. Like, it's almost like Paul said it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, and later Paul talks about how that... you want to talk about the schoolmaster stuff a little bit? No, it's okay. I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll just keep... Yeah. yeah it's just like a tutor. He's like, hey, you can't follow Jesus on your own. Go to God. Yeah. And it was always just to guide us back to Christ. Yeah. And so that's... Like, the whole law is basically a giant, like, billboard for Jesus. Yeah. And so you don't go to the billboard. Giant if blinking light. You need Jesus. <laughs> Like, if you're driving down the road and it's, like, a billboard for, like, I don't know, like, Jonas Brothers show, you're not going to go in front of the, the, the thing and be like, wow, what a great billboard. We have to take care of this billboard and clean this billboard and honor this billboard. You're yeah. going to be like, I'm going where this billboard says to go. I'm going to go to the concert. Yep. So you're going to be like, wow, I see this law that says I need Jesus. I'm going to go to Jesus. You're not just going to sit and look at the billboard and be right. like, yada, 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 take care of it. You're going to go to the concert and hang out, you know? Right. That's actually a really good example. I like that. Yeah. I will remember that for a future. Every time you said billboard, I thought of Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> billboard Baggins. Billboard Baggins. He's a billboard selling real estate agent now. Also, I think the, that we should be a theocracy. 
but that's another conversation. Wait, do you think the church should be a theocracy? No, I think like our system of government should be a theocracy. Like America? Yeah. We talk about it later. I mean, yeah, but that's assuming that everyone in America is a Christian. Yeah. You just perfect world. You just want the kingdom. Bro, this, of God. this is a hypothetical <laughs> where I get to rule and decide what gets to happen. You I just think want we the kingdom the of God, yeah. bro. It's the optimal <laughs> position of man. <laughs> he said, I'm just saying. He said, guys, if I, I want heaven. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, is oh, there anything else you want to say on that contradiction or seeming contradiction? I think I said a lot. Yeah. Is there anything I left out that you're like? No, I think you hit about all of it. Jesus is the fulfillment for it. We just follow the moral laws. Everything that Jesus didn't uh, talk about, we don't have to follow anymore. That kind of stuff. Pretty pretty normal. Yeah, and that's why I've been on the edge of tattoos for a while, like thinking like, is it sin to get tattoos? It's not why and then my conscience hasn't been cleared because uh-huh. I just haven't done a lot of research for it. Right. And then I just thought, wait, I'm pretty sure the tattoos was a civil law. It's not a moral law. Right. It's not a sacrificial law. Right. So it must be a civil law. And I'm like, oh. So I don't think I'm my my, my conscience doesn't feel bad by getting tattoos. Right. So boy I might get tatted soon. <laughs> I come back you come back from Mary, she's got sleeves. It's <laughs> so funny. Oh, no, I just want one Lord of the Rings tattoo. Nice. Dude, I met a guy in Thailand. I never told you about this. Mm-mm. I met a dude in Thailand who had literally both of his arms all tatted up with all of the Lord of the Rings characters, the faces from the movies, oh like gosh. the actors, and like different scenes all the way up his arms. And this is like a like a 40, like maybe 45-year-old dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's commitment. He's from the UK. It's really interesting. I want... Do you think it's feminine... To get a tattoo on the back of your thigh, like low thigh, like right above the no, the of course not. Pit. Cause that's where I want it. That's where you want all of, just the only. No, tattoo just want you one have. tattoo. It's gonna probably gonna come off. It would come off. I mean, not come off. But well, like, it's a tattoo. It's gonna fade. Why? Because tattoos fade. But why would it fade more there than because other Because you rub that on chair oh, you sit on. No. It's like if I got a tattoo on like the bottom of my foot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like on a callus there. Or like, it's going to come off. I want a calf tat. Yeah, calf tats are super cool. You can do that. It'd just be Lord of the Rings. It's a tree with some jewels over it and then a Lord of the Rings elvish. Yeah. Anyways, we wanted to talk about some more contradictions. We got through four or five. Is there any other you have right now you want to talk about? Nope. I was going to go into the law as well. Okay. So there is one more we talk about, but I think we're running out of time. So I think we'll have maybe a separate episode for them. Oh, part three. Part three. We can do it. So if you guys would like, you can send us your contradictions right now. Um, if you I can would, find any. The only two we have we can talk about are more paradoxes rather than um, like seeming contradictions. So I think we could do an episode called Paradoxes instead of Contradictions. Yes. Unless a lot of y'all send us some good uh, seeming contradictions, then we can talk about those as well. Yeah, so we could do, we could call it next week's episode Paradoxes. Paradoxes in the Bible. Yeah, cool. That'd be an episode for the Trinity. I'm excited. <laughs> yep. I know exactly that's what I was going to say. Yep. The Trinity, God being man, God. Yeah, that's intense. Yep, pretty crazy. We'll, All right. we'll hopefully dive into those next week or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I like this. We, I like the end of the series. Yeah, me too. They're fun. We should do more series. We should do more series. Series. Yep. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, it's time for some jokes. Jokes. We should get a little. Oh, we should get a little like a. What do you call that? Jingle. A little jingle. Oh, we jokes. should. That'd be great. The like the different segment like yeah. jingles. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. To do list this month. 
get people to do jingles for us. Cool, let's do it. We need to find some audio engineers who can do stuff. I mean, we can just find out on the internet already. It's not hard. Yeah, but... Let's stop playing the show be- on the show. <laughs> <laughs> We're having our planning meetings out there. Okay. <laughs> well, we are a family, so we want to be transparent with yep. you guys. Yep. All right. Want me to go first? Yes. Okay, so my joke today, I definitely didn't get from you earlier. <laughs> no, dude, definitely not. So you definitely don't know it already, but... I've literally never in my life heard. I thought it was funny, so... Anything. I, this is the first time I'm hearing. Yeah. <laughs> wow, dude, how's it feel? It's amazing. You Your voice. hearing colors? Yeah. And um, I can hear your hair growing. Whoa. Must be nice. That's crazy. Must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bald. Yeah. Okay, so why did the chicken go to the seance? I also don't know how to spell seance. Apparently. Why did the chicken go? I don't know. Because it wanted to get to the other side. Oh. Thanks for laughing. <laughs> it's so funny. It is so also, funny. Also, I must confess, because we just talked about lying, I did know about the joke. I did. I didn't want But it was obviously you're being... It was satire. Yeah, you're being... I just, people are That's not lying. They're going to poke. Yeah, the point of satire is you know that the person... Yeah. That's why Mafia... Person. That's why playing Mafia is not a sin, because you know you're being lied to. Oh, Really? Whoa. That's my that's my that's interesting that's interesting like take on that because yeah I, I always did like not feel super great about um, like playing games when you like lie in them yeah but that makes a lot of sense like if you specifically say like we are going to lie each other in this box yeah it's like you go to youth group and they're like we're going to play get to know you game awesome what is it two truths and a lie what <laughs> we're in church but like. At the same time, yeah. I still kind of have a problem with it because it's like... Oh, I have a problem with it. We're, we're just creating this box where we get to do sin. <laughs> hey, guys. Game four. Hey, guys. We're going to play a game. And it's a drinking game and it's not going to get drunk because you know you're going to get drunk. <laughs> we know we're getting drunk. It's fine. Uh, we know where it's maybe happening. Maybe I don't agree with my statement Oh, now. my God. Uh, you just... Now I have to question myself. That's crazy. Oh, now I have to have a lot of conversations with other people who are smarter. To see what they think. Oh no. We I, I don't have a I don't have a conviction about it. Like, I don't feel bad about it every right. time. I just like have that thought like I don't have a justification for this at Why all. Why am I sinning <laughs> Why doesn't it feel bad? I was helping lead a youth group at a church and we played Mafia every week because of the relatively small youth yeah, group. It's a fun game. Yeah, we played all the time. And like the pastor came up to us, who's my best friend's dad, and was like, Hey guys, you can't do this. Whoa. Because it was after like years though. Oh. And it was finally we realized, like, wait, this is lying. And we're like, yeah, that makes sense. We're just lying. That's fair. A lot. This is bad. We're teaching her. Hey, go to church and learn how to lie. What? what? <laughs> uh, Very still, interesting. Still okay, funny. your joke time. Yes. This is one of the funniest jokes I've heard in a while. <laughs> also, he didn't get it from Amy. <laughs> I did not get it from Amy. Nice. This is the first time I said her name on air. I know. Thanks, for, I said thanks for outing me. <laughs> yeah. It's Amy who I get my, my joke source from. <laughs> I always know when she listens to the show. Really? So she'll come up to me and she'll be like, hey, I didn't get a shout out. Or like, she looked at me and she's like, thanks. And I'm like, you listen to the show? She's like, yep. Nice. I was like, oh my gosh. Amy, we shouted you out. There you go. I'm not going to tell you about it, so. Oh, let's see if she figures it out. Yeah. So, a woman in labor suddenly shouted, shouldn't, couldn't, wouldn't, didn't, can't. <laughs> the doctor said, don't worry. Those are just con- contractions. <laughs> I just say contradictions. Contractions. They're just contractions. Those are just contractions. I love that joke. Oh, see, I told you I'm so certified to teach English. It's insane. I have grammar jokes. You did a great job. Thank I'm you. proud of you. Not on the test. I barely passed. But well, you started with certain. <laughs> That's all that matters. What, what grade you got? C's get degrees. Yep. 
Wow. Well, thank you guys for listening to our podcast. We made it an hour and 30 minutes. 31. It's going to probably be 32 with the intro and outro. Yep. So, we love you, yep. as always. Thank you for listening. we got people from around the world listening now. It's we have people from Sweden, from Germany, from Thailand, right. from Cambodia, Cambodia, Canada, Yeah. America, I think. Yeah, that's most, that's most of our families. <laughs> so, if you're in uh, Cambodia, I will say to you, because I'm learning your language. Um... Sweet. Goodbye. <laughs> That's goodbye? No, it's... Are you hungry? Oh, are you <laughs> It's actually more grubby. You hungry? Were saying thank you. Hungry. No, that's Akun. Oh, okay. Oh, Akun. Why did you say Akun? I wanted to say more. And I'll say for all of our Thai listeners, Kapkun Kap. Mmm, nice. And I'll say for our Filipinos, thank you. Salama. <laughs> that's it. I was like, what is it? Okay. <laughs> and for all our Spanish listeners... Gracias. Hola. Oh. <laughs> and also... We don't have any Spanish listeners, dude. We can... That's a goal. Yeah. We don't, I don't know a lot of Spanish people. Do we know how to say hello in Norwegian? Hello. 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 Okay, German. Hello. Hello. Oh, Lena, if you're listening. Hello. Hello. All right. Anyways, get, get out, out of here, guys. guys. Yeah, get out of here. <laughs> we love you. See you next week. No, you hang out first. No, you hang out first. <laughs> 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 <laughs>